0: Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra coming up on today's show. Are the Falcons ready to move on for Marcus Mariota? And the snub may make him big mad, but may not be a bad thing for him. Well, and last but not least, and for the culture, what kind of example are we really setting with our kids these days? We'll talk about all that next, right here on ATL Day Ones. Let's go. This is ATL
1: Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now.
0: First, I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day 1s your first listen of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you. In advance, today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. How about this, T? When you think about the Atlanta Falcons and, and how the year ended with Marcus Mariota, we know we had all the instances where not he had a real injury or not, and, and then they let him know that he wasn't going to be the starter and the, during the bye week. And then he immediately said, hey, I'm uh, about to go get this knee checked out. And then next thing you know, we're hearing him having surgery and he's out for the season. Mm-hmm. And and I think that with all those things coming into play, T, I, I feel like the Falcons are pretty much made up their mind as far as what they're going to do. And Arthur Smith Smith kind of hinted at that, but kind of didn't. Um, when he was asked about his status on the future with, with the team, he said, quote, we have a pretty good idea that I'll play out. We will make those moves before or right after the league year. But my question to you is this, though, team. Given all those factors, more than likely, they're going to move on from him. But is it solely based on how he handled the situation when they told him that he was going to be the starter?
1: I don't think it's solely based on that. I think that was the nail in the coffin. I believe that his performance, especially after he was given 13 tries to prove his case, make his case for being a starting quarterback with this team and in this league and, and didn't do it and right. didn't do it. And then along comes this rookie. And yeah, you may not have a large sample size, but four games was probably just enough to say, while we don't know if you're the future, we don't know 100%, we know he ain't it. So right, yeah. I think that that was just the nail in the coffin because if he had handled himself even a little bit more gracefully, I imagine that Arthur Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot would have said, "Hey, we can bring him back for another year as long as he understands that it's co- a competition and he's not guaranteed to be the starter." But yeah, I, I do believe that that relationship is severed. I don't I don't think it's repairable enough for him to return to the Falcons as a QB or a whether starting or backup.
0: Yeah, and and I think when you think about for me I I wholeheartedly believe that it has a lot to do with his performance because when you look yes. at it Arthur Smith put him in the the best position he could possibly be be in to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. You had, had you know, you, you brought in a guy to help upgrade on your offensive line Elijah Wilkinson who was solid when he who was healthy and you know drew Dalman got a little bit better than what he was last year and you had one of the better uh rush offenses in the league and he highlighted your your assets your assets are your legs mm-hmm. you're able to move around you move the pocket the play action all of those things it was set up perfectly for marcus Mariota, yes. and he failed at the end of the day i know that's something hard to come to grips with i failed in life and i've come to grips with those things but you know what i, I don't think marcus Mariota did that and i think we when you have expectations coming in, I understand that he wanted to be a start again. I mm-hmm. get that part of it, but t you have to doggone be hold yourself accountable too, because at the end of the day, they're going to make a decision based off of what they feel is best. And yeah. you had to do the same thing. So you decided to come here. You decided to come in here with a reclamation project and come be with the be with the coach that was a part of you being benched in Tennessee. So hey, that's what it is. That's the, that's what you got to keep it funky with yourself sometimes. And yeah. I know that. That's a hard pill to swallow, but at the end of the day, you are the guy that held the keys, right? They gave you this, and like they were in a dire situation. They had just traded Matt Ryan, and they needed somebody yeah. to get behind, and they just chose you. And you didn't, you didn't, not live up to the to, to the expectation. So yeah. I think when you think about that, with with him kind of being uh, Arthur Smith being um, very vague as far as like decisions, we don't know, and we'll. We'll have we're pretty much cool at where we are right now I think it's it's a wrap for Marcus Mariota yeah. and, and I and I think wholeheartedly it's going to be something that they're gonna have to to figure out whether or not they're going to bring in some somebody else to yeah. kind of you know hold the situation down to
1: and that statement to me is just poker face that's just yeah. Arthur
0: Smith Indeed.
1: just giving us his poker face and playing chestnut checkers which is fine that's what we expect from him but I do think as well the moves maybe oddly enough what may be more telling is the moves that have been made on the defensive side of the ball because they've been so aggressive of late, whether that is going after a DC so that you could bring him along to one of those all-star college football showcases, or whether yes. that's filling out that staff with the likes of a guy like Jerry Gray coming out with comments that we haven't heard before about winning in the trenches, <laughs> games being won and lost there. All of those things speak, speak to, we know that we, as it stands on February 3rd, remember, we still got to go through free agency and we still have to go through a But as it stands on February 3rd, this Falcons organization is the most stable in the NFC South. And I believe that they're going to say, you know what? They don't have Tom Brady. These two don't have a quarterback, period. And even if they do get a quarterback, it's probably going to be someone who was a backup or someone who is unproven because he's a rookie or what have you. The stability and the aggressiveness do not favor taking another shot on Marcus Mariota. I think those are the other two key indications that, no, they're going to go for broke as they should. They're going to go after winning the divisional title. And to do that, that's not your quarterback to do it with.
0: All right. Absolutely. And how about this to you? Let's talk some Braves. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked about our guy Dana Brown moving yes. on to the Houston Astros and getting the opportunity to be general manager and working mm-hmm. with Dusty Baker. I remember his name this time. <laughs> 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 you know, so he's going to be able to we know he's going to flourish and do his thing. Now, the yes. Braves are seemingly got a replacement. So mm-hmm. how about this? Dean DeSillis is being hired as a, as a special assistant to the general manager, Alex Anthopoulos. And he he most recently worked with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know uh, uh, Alex Anthopoulos' history up there in Toronto, so they worked together before. So yes. seemingly looks like the Braves have found a replacement for Dana Brown because we talked about how crucial he was in, in getting that, that that the youth um, that's on this roster right now mm-hmm. up to the big leagues. T, how about this though? Alex Anthopoulos working and making subtle moves like he normally does.
1: Yeah, and this is a team that literally was right on the heels of the Yankees for most of the season, ended up being second place in the AL AL East last year, but that was a roster that was in part constructed by DeSillis. So I think that shows that he's someone. A lot of good young talent on that roster Exactly. So in addition to the fact that obviously Alex Anthopoulos still has his ties to the Blue Jays and wanting someone that he could trust, it's not just because he has ties to the Blue Jays. And therefore, I trust someone in the organization. No, proven results. When you're on the heels of the Yankees and thinking about the fact that technically the Blue Jays are still a small market, technically they still have a smaller payroll than what the Yankees, not technically, they have a smaller payroll than what the Yankees have. (laughs) And to think that they were just seven games out of first place in the AL East. And we know in a league where you play 162, seven games is not a whole heck of a lot uh, of of distance between first place, and second place. So, yeah, I really like the hire because, obviously, just like Dana Brown had, he has an eye for young talent as well.
0: Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about this, hire yeah. because we all yeah. know that the, the less the fanfare as what the moves that Alex and Anthopoulos made, the more than likely they're going to turn out to – you're going to look back and be like, dang, that was a great <laughs> move right. bringing that dude in. Because we know the Braves right now, their farm mm-hmm. system, everybody's up in the league right now, their farm system is ranked like 29th. And some of the major uh um, um farm system cat uh mm-hmm. rankers. So yeah, we're we're definitely looking forward to Dean coming in and putting in some work. How about this? The Fail put in some work to try to reconstruct the Pro Bowl team and they were trying to sell me on round robin flag football games and catching putts or kickoff. <laughs> Balloon, the Balloon tosses. I thought it were eggs at first. I was like, because I was just not interested, T. Like, like, okay. I'm just gonna ask you, like, should they just scrap the Pro Bowl? Anything all and just let it be a, a release, a schedule, uh, essentially a release uh, on a piece of paper. Hey, you made the Pro Bowl. Now go negotiate some more money for a contract.
1: Right. Right. You know, I think it's difficult to just scrap it com- completely because every league has one. Right. So every I league said. plays a game. So uh, you got to kind of play a game. And I'm not so opposed to the flag football, but the rest of it is what I don't understand. Like, why do we need to see a balloon toss from some grown men? <laughs> Help <laughs> me. Make, make that make sense. I mean, that's what was bothering me Jarvis I was like okay precision passing you know okay that's kind of cool similar to like the skills challenge Hillary for the NBA but come Smith on exactly. oh, oh. and Derek Carr a dude who's about to get who doesn't even have a team. Who technically talking. doesn't even have a team exactly that's who <laughs> won it for you and then wait a minute this was the first thing this was the, the funny thing to me too the lightning round combination oh, of water balloon toss Punt catch oh,
0: and thrill of this bill Who came up with this? Who
1: cares? who cares? This okay, Jarvis. David just came up five. with this
0: idea, T. <laughs> yes, David Temper <laughs> came up with this. Oh, oh, oh God! I, I think I figured it out, T. David Temper came with this idea. Right,
1: and you think about the fact that you're you're wondering who does this appeal to, right? Let right. me take yeah. you where my mind just took me. All right, down the rabbit right. hole last yeah. night because we talked about how the super bowl halftime has evolved right uh there yeah, was this cool yeah. um little feature piece i saw on it so i go mm-hmm. scroll because it changed with michael jackson he was the first superstar because it used to be all mm-hmm. bands grambling mm-hmm. state university being the first band ever in super nice. bowl one and that's how it evolved and then they kind of added layers to it of stars mm-hmm. and, and things of that sort you know what deaded that
0: mm-hmm.
1: In Living Color decided to do a 30 minute special and they had a time clock, a ticker in the bottom of their screen and said, hey, you can return back to the Super Bowl in X, Y, Z minutes. But during that sorry halftime where they literally said the winter wonderland and they had like they tried it out ice skaters and which I love ice skating. I love figure skating, but I don't think that's the place for it. And they tried it out. Hockey players. I mean, what are they going to do? Hit a puck in the middle of a football game? (laughs) Dumb, <laughs> and Gloria Estefan. You know she tried her best, bless her heart. But it was just, mm-hmm. it was too. It wasn't big enough for the moment.
0: Right, kind of course.
1: <laughs> like Adam Levine. But anyway, here in Atlanta, Gosh. not big enough for the moment. But David my point Tepper, being, my fault too. yes, that right. Everything is your fault from the <laughs> yeah, sir. David you just fault. need to understand yeah,
0: that yeah, on this show. <laughs> on this show,
1: you're the you're the response. Something went wrong, David Tepper. So yeah. just prepare yourself but yeah I think too just like the league figured it out and said oh my god because people didn't go back by the way they never when they turned to in living color they didn't go back to the Super Bowl they stuck with Fox yeah it was a turning point then we started seeing you know Michael Jackson was the first and then it became Prince and you know Katy Perry with her guest spot with Missy Elliott and we we kind of know the rest point being NFL, you've got to figure this out. Like the NBA All-Star Weekend is a really, really solid. Now, that's a good one, even though yeah. the game usually oh, doesn't yeah. get good until mm-hmm. – but even they revamped the game because they understood yeah. that the game was crap. But that – now, that is your blueprint. Go talk yeah. to them. They, they, Silver and company, they, they got it right. Adam Silver, his his crew has it right
0: yeah um speaking of nba all-star they released the uh reserves last night yeah. and we're gonna talk about all the snubs right here on atl day ones but first we gotta talk about atl day ones you want to talk about about getting winning some money how about this Fanduel.com/slash locked on that's where you need to go to because the Super Bowl is right here, people. It's it's next week. What are we talking about here? I know you got your food and everything ready. How about this? Go to fanDuel.com slash locked on and find out what that Monday is. And if you never used FanDuel before, how about this? New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets. All you got to do is drop a little five piece. Just trying to figure out what's going on with, with Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts going to be the first to score the touchdown. What's the over-under for the game? What's the spread? Fandu.com is right there for you. And plus, you can combine your bets for a chance to add a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All of that stuff is going to be explained. So you can make you some money. So here's what I want you to do. Make sure you go to Fandu.com slash locked on, drop $5.00 get $150. $5 you $150 and make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
1: Now here's a tip for you guys as well. FanDuel is probably going to tell you the over-under of what Trey Young is going to score tonight when he <laughs> blows Utah out of the water. Now I don't know if that means a good thing for the Hawks, Jarvis because honestly we know whenever Trey lights it up, usually the Hawks kind of lose because that means the game has become one-dimensional. Bro, I don't care. He, he's yeah. going to go for broke tonight. Why? Because the all-star reserves list was released last night and Trey Young's name was left off the list. Now the East all-stars include Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius mm-hmm. Randall, DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, and Tyrese Halliburton. Again, no Trey Young. So should Trey Young have gotten the benefit of the doubt? Now, if you think so, you got to tell me why, Jarvis. But if you think not, then tell me why you think he shouldn't have gotten on or, or didn't get the nod?
0: I think he should have gotten the the, the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. When, when you think about a guy like you know 10, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, right, I know he got off to a hard, hot start. I mm-hmm. get it. I understand. Like, yeah, he was on his way. But then he got hurt. Like, he missed two games early on in the season. Then he mm-hmm. missed 10 straight because of an uh, injury he was dealing with. And he just came back off of that, I think, um, the other day. So when you think about that, what Trey had to do in order to kind of like he had to put together multiple seasons of mm-hmm. like okay I opening type basketball yeah. play in order for him to make it. So mm-hmm. I'm my whole point is like you got a guy who's leading the entire league in total assist, and you got a guy who just uh, hit a milestone was eight thousand points, and mm-hmm. you know, and he was the fastest player to get there, you know, right behind LeBron James. You know he's pretty good right. at basketball. So my whole thing is like I just don't <laughs> understand why you know there are certain rules for Trey when it seemingly, but yes. those rules don't get applied to other guys. And I know, it, and it just it's just weird, t because like the dude is averaging twenty seven and ten, like, and nobody's right. doing that.
1: But <laughs> I think play. you're right. But I think you're making the case for yourself, uh, or maybe making the case as to why he didn't make it because maybe that's not what is the 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 bar, if you will. Maybe that's right. not what is considered important because the one thing you will see, and you can't completely see it in Tyrese Halliburton's numbers, so I'll probably go to Drew Holiday, right? right. Mm-hmm. That might be an easier one, although I agree with you. If you had to pick somebody to take off this list, it probably would be Tyrese Halliburton because good luck making a case against Joel Embiid, who is an MVP oh, okay. candidate, Jalen Brown, who is... Helping the Celtics scorch the heck out of the league, Bam Adebayo just and, and Julius Randle, both of them. Julius Randle's really like I leaped. can't even argue against nope, that because they have they've had a leap of a year, exactly. <laughs> yes, and yes. we already we've already seen what Demar Derozan did to the to the uh, the, the Hawks, right? Right. So the only <laughs> person you have is Tyrese. However, it's a couple things here, mm-hmm. and I spoke to a few of my insiders, if you will, for the NBA because I I, I was like, am I onto something or not? Here's the thing. And I was onto something, by the way. Here's the thing. Of course you were. If the league (laughs) league doesn't respect those numbers, then it doesn't matter what those numbers are. And for them, Mm -hmm. his 27 and 10 is just not as respected as, as, say, Tyrese Halliburton's 20 and 11 and four rebounds. Because Mm -hmm. Tyrese has been doing that the entire season as long as he's on the court. Trey has been playing that well-rounded version of basketball these last couple of weeks. So if your sample size is what happened, and let's just be honest, most people's sample size is probably what happened before the last two or three weeks, then yeah, that's going to make you lean in Tyrese Halliburton's direction since he's the example that we're giving here. Not saying it's right, just telling you folks why it's real. The other piece is this got to remember you have three categories, so to speak. So that's the category as in why you didn't make it as it relates to your peers selecting you. Now, then the next pace. You did de- you did decently with the fans, wow. but not as well as you had done in like recent years. Again, yeah. that's something that maybe the Hawks have to look at because a lot of times it's the campaign. A lot of times it's campaigning to say, get yeah. my guy in, get my guy in. The third piece is the coach's vote. And a lot of individuals have said that low-key, Nate's a very respected guy in the league. And some of that friction See, Trey is, could be, an, and possibly is an underlying reason why maybe he didn't get the nod right away. Now, I believe he still has a shot at it because there's still, somebody's going to get injured. Tyrese yeah. Halliburton probably will not play, to, let's just be honest. So right. Somebody's going to get injured. And I believe that Trey has every opportunity to possibly, you know, to, to get in there, to sneak in there. But Jarvis, when you start thinking about all of those factors, and one more if I can share, and then I want to, you know, swing it back your way. Uh, there's a concern that, okay, fine. If I go, and I'm gonna look at this, you guys, so bear with me. But if I go to say, let's say the Pacers, you know, let's just stick with Tyrese Halliburton since he's our example, and you go down their depth chart, right? He doesn't have another all-star. Yes, Miles Turner just got piggity piggity paid, but Miles Turner ain't DeJounte Murray. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the league is also saying, hey, the reason that you weren't able to get back to the Eastern Conference final status or you weren't able to, you know, be your best or the Hawks weren't their best is because you don't have that second guy, like a true Robin, right? Not mm-hmm. like a Robin who relies on you, like John Collins. His game relies on what you do. You got DJ. DJ's game doesn't rely on anybody, and yet you guys are middling. I'm just telling you what my insiders have stated as to why those are the reasons that he's not where, where we believe he should be.
0: But that shouldn't be a factor, though, because we're talking about an individual accolade. Like when you're talking about off the court issues, you're talking about off the court issues, dealing with the coach. And yeah, I understand that, But we're talking about basketball. Right. They're going to go play a basketball game. We're talking about picking the best player. So what? Are, how do you do that? Right. You look at the stats. You look how he plays on the court. So why are we having factors off the court determining whether or not this dude gets into the All-Star game? I don't think that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like So. But I, I, I do. But however, I do understand it. I get it. I get it. I get it from a standpoint. That's political right. The whole politics thing. Yeah, that's going to be involved when it comes to voting and everything. Even mm-hmm. you talk about the players with him being last. So it's it may be it's something there. Obviously, yes. it's something there. Yes. But I don't think that should be a determining factor as to whether or not you get into a basketball game. So right. I do believe that this 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 system is, is is rigged as well. So it need to be some somehow it needs to be mitigated. And, 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 and I think the NBA needs to take a look at it. And I think, I believe they can do it because the NBA okay. has been really good about acknowledging the issue and and, and, and attacking it and trying to fix it.
1: Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And and I'm glad you said it that way, Jarvis, because honestly, I don't want it to come off as I'm agreeing with mm-hmm. those okay. being yeah, yeah. the reasons that it didn't quite go the way it should have. Uh, I, I totally agree with you on that one. But what I'm saying is, and not just, let's just be honest. That's right. not just an NBA thing. That's the oh, way yeah, that it goes down in here. the NFL as well, because there oh, have been, gosh. you know, lists, you know, like that NFL 100, for example, where many times we've looked and said, "That's who you chose. How do you? Hall or, of fame how do you get high? or how the Hall of Fame? Right? How many guys have waited forever and a day? To, Charles, um, <clears throat> yes, exactly, <laughs> to get spot. in, and they've not been able to. So you yeah. think about situations like that, and you're like, you know what? This is that's the question that I was going to post to you, but I think you already answered it in, in great form. And that is, does the league need to make a change? And I do think something like this hopefully will highlight that. Yeah. You guys kind of need to make a change because if you're keeping guys like this off the list and it feels like it's a fixed process or it feels like it's a process where Steph Curry's team is having the worst year ever, but Steph Curry makes the team then Houseway.
0: Cause yeah, Cur- cool. you know, cause
1: Curry's not having a Curry like year. So yeah, I do think that there need to be some tweaks to that, but Hey, You know who has reaction to it? Locked on sports today. Today. No shock there because interestingly enough, this is how we feel in Atlanta, right? And I'm sure in Oklahoma where he's got another uh, strong fan base. But who do they say was snubbed from the NBA All-Star game? Check them out and you'll find out today. Also, you can get their reaction to the biggest stories of the day. Go to, uh, I was going to say, the old place you can go. I'm not going to tell you that though tell you the new place you can go YouTube <laughs> and anywhere else that you get your podcast, just like you check us out on a daily basis. So don't forget after ATL day ones and after for the culture, because you can absolutely check out their take of the day. Dan, you can go to locked on sports today because Hey, that's where you're going to get all the big stories. Just like we give it to you here each and every day.
0: Absolutely. Locked On Sports Atlanta family. You guys have been hitting that subscribe button. I know you've been having a little FOMO. If you have (laughs) not done that, we are on our way to 6,000. We're going to get there with you or without you. So go ahead and join the game, Locked On Sports Atlanta. We're going to go ahead. Go to that YouTube search box. Type in Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell. So as soon as we drop this heat, it's popping right up on your phone. Come on, man. Stop playing. Every day, Monday through Friday. <laughs> ATL Day 1s and hitting hard with Judd and Chuckery. It is going down. So, yes, going and become a part of the movement. But, T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about. But that's how we get on this down on this show, T. Today is no different. Um, You know, like, I, I really feel like youth sports has gotten dirty. Over the past five to six years, T, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, just from the, the, the AAU and how they have so much influence and specifically in basketball, and how they have so much influence with high school basketball teams. Guys can pretty much don't even have to play high school basketball anymore. They can go to the AAU team and, and get recruited and going on to the college. So and I think that, you know, for these youth leagues, we you see the videos of parents going crazy. But um, <clears throat> and I just really don't like it. But yeah. this one right here, T. This tastes the cake. Uh, Miss Alicia Boykins um, is a JV coach. And Miss Boykins mm-hmm. realized that one of her players wasn't going to be at this particular game. So she took it upon herself, to to say, you know what? Mm-hmm. We need another body. Mm-hmm. She didn't go into the science class or homeroom team mm-hmm. or a particular uh, particular classroom, and say, hey, you know what? You want to play some ball tonight? No, she didn't do that. T, she took it upon herself to get that young lady's jersey, put it on, put on the shorts, put on some tennis shoes, and play in the game. T, she decided to play in the game. Alicia Borkis, what is wrong with you? Help me out with this one, T, because I have no explanation whatsoever. I, can't. <laughs> I, 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 I. I... I mean, when I
1: read it, and wait, then I looked at the video, by the way. Uh-huh. I read it, and I looked at the video, and I was
0: just like, and she actually thought she was going to get away with this. She was trying to ball. She wasn't even low-key with it, no. like on the bench, chilling. She no. not even blocking no. shots. She was balling. The- like, <laughs> Yes, I mean, it just...
1: and And I found myself, you know how, like, Jarvis is a train wreck sometimes? I found myself just kind of looking and looking and looking like... She's seriously out there bomb. Yeah,
0: yeah, she, like, she wouldn't, that's the, like, what, what, what was going through your mind? Like, you know how your mom and dad, you know, when you get in trouble back in the day, you know, you know, and, and you know you did something stupid, they just be looking at you, like, what were you thinking?
1: <laughs> right. Like, this is so dumb and I think to myself now what I do wonder Jarvis is did she say the same thing once they figured it out like you know oh, like God.
0: hindsight is twenty twenty. like did she see anything wrong like did, is she related it, to the girl does she look like the young lady like what do we do and right. she played under her name like she had her jersey <laughs> on right
1: so, like she didn't oh, even oh, try God. oh the, like um what's that movie for back in the day uh Joanna Man like she didn't even try to like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh oh, 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 man, you know what this story would have been a lot better if if it was a male that tried to do the same exact thing. I probably wouldn't even laugh. I wouldn't even I said, man, don't even mess with that dude. Like you got he's clearly got some. Something's wrong. Something's wrong.
1: wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If she had pulled a Joanna man, we would have at least had a premise of, oh, you're like way off. Like you're off off, like you know, our parents used to say. You're off. But this Jarvis, oh look, our, our our listeners, our audience, yeah. they just need to drop a comment because maybe yes. they know, maybe they can figure Please. it out. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't, we, we, we got nothing. We got nothing. <laughs> All right, folks. We thank you for uh making ATLK <laughs> was your first place you. of the day. Really appreciate you for dealing with our foolishness today. Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh that's how the Florida culture goes down. That's just how we get down on this show. So um, well, why don't you make take of the day? which is on Locked On Sports Today, make that your second list. It's available wherever you get this podcast. Go right now and go check those people out. You guys have been really listening because Locked On Sports Today is doing really well because of you. Now, coming up on Monday, we will talk about the Hawks. They got the Jazz tonight, and, you know, they still out on Night the West tomorrow. They have to line tomorrow, so, hey, make sure you guys come back. We're going to be talking about a two-game winning streak. I'm calling it right now. All right, but and one more thing before we get out of here, I always ask you guys this each and every day: if you don't do anything else today, make sure you you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love. Spread love.